What's up, everybody? This is the Beats and Coffee Podcast, Episode 7. Um, hope everyone had a great holiday. Um, just got back, or just had Christmas. We're on the eve of the new year, 2022. I am pretty fired up for that. I have a lot of, a lot of goals that I want to accomplish, so we'll see how this goes. Um, as far as the podcast, you'll notice that I'm, I'm going to try to make this a little more interactive for those that are following along on YouTube, um, kind of show you my screen as I'm talking through some things that might make it a little more interesting. Um, and then if you're, if you listen, but you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure to do that. I'd love to hear from everyone as far as, uh, comments and questions for what I'm talking about. Um, as well as, you know, topic ideas that you might want to talk about on future episodes. So for the podcast, a few other things that I've, I've switched up. I actually got a, a, a better mic. I got a, a Blue Spark, a new Blue Spark mic for um, Christmas. I've had um, the Blue Spark in the past, and it, it, I mean, it, it's not going to blow you away, but it's a nice, reliable mic. It gets it done. And I got to say from, uh, I was recording on a USB mic before and, you know, I worked with it. I know how to mix vocals pretty well. So it seemed like it was doing okay. But as soon as I heard this thing, I'm like, I was like, wow, what a difference. Um, just the straight to record sounds pretty good. So I'll be interesting to see how it sounds once I get it all mixed. So I got the new mic, as you can see behind me, I got some, uh, some LED lighting from, uh, five below presents for my kids. It's always, could always use that. Um, as well as I got this cool mic stand, everything very affordable if you want to start your own podcast. So just a heads up. Um, but for today's show, a couple of things I want to talk about is one 2022 goals. Um, you know, every year, this is kind of a time to reflect on what you accomplished in the past year. I'm sure you guys have seen those like uh, beat stars recaps. Uh, I know I got mine. And uh, the one thing that kind of stood out to me is I only had 54 beat videos up for the year. And I'm like, man, I could do better than that. So um, that that is going to be one of my goals. So a couple things I want to talk about today is one, 2022 goals, uh, two, uh, YouTube strategy along with a YouTube, YouTube ad strategy. I've come to the point where I'm realizing what I'm doing is not working. So I'm going to try some things, uh, mix it up, see if I can get it working again. Um, another topic is uh, Illusion. Uh, one of my favorite YouTube slash TikTok producers, he put out a video um, kind of to kick off the new year and talk about TikTok. And I, I think it's time that I get on TikTok or get back on TikTok and start taking advantage of that platform. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, also, some good th good things. Um, consumer email journeys. So if if anyone is doing um, you know automated email sequences to their customers, like how I do it is, anytime someone opts in for a free beat pack that I have on my website, I take down their email, or if they um, download a free download from BeatStars, I also take down their email. And what I end up doing with that is I send them through a series of probably about, you know, 15 emails. Um, and 
from what I've seen, and I'll talk a little bit about this more, it seems like it's working as far as, you know, sales, sure, but also just having my customers get to know me a little bit better. So I'll give you guys more details on that. Um, but let's see, I got my, my show agenda here, so I'm just going to use this. Let's see. So goals. All right, let's talk about goals. As you guys all know, I am, my main platform is YouTube. And so even, even if I do get on TikTok, or I should say when I get on TikTok, YouTube is always going to be my, my priority platform. Ahead of this podcast, it's my priority to make sure I have all my YouTube work done first and then I work on the podcast. Um, but let's take a look at where I was a year ago on YouTube. So if you guys aren't aware of this website, it's called socialblade.com. Um, and it like tracks the progress of every, I mean, I've only used it for YouTube, but it looks like it's got all these platforms here, even TikTok. But one of the benefits of it, it shows you like where you were, you know, six months ago, three months ago, a year ago, five years ago. And it also, the cool thing about it is it also gives you future projections. So let's, as you can tell, I've been on this site before, but let's take a look at my uh, type B site. There's me closing in on three, three K subs. Um, so it kind of gives, gives you a summary of your page, shows you your rankings overall. And so, but keep in mind, this is like, this includes like the big YouTubers, like Mr. Beast and all that stuff. Um, but C plus grade, I think the highest I've had on this type beat channel is a B minus. And I'll be honest, I can't see it getting ever getting, damn these ads. I can't see it getting much higher than a B because of the type of channel I have, a type beat channel where people are going to listen for 30 seconds and bounce. But so C plus, I, you know, that kind of fluctuates between B minus and C plus, but I'm just kind of like, all right, whatever. But let's see if we go back to let's, yeah, let's say, where was I? 2021. Okay. This is 2021. Let's see if I could go back to 2020. Maybe it won't go back that far. But anyway, so one, so I guess I can't find how to go back, but it, it kind of tracks your, um, oh, here we go. Let's try this. Nope, nothing there. It kind of tracks um, your channel and, oh, here we go. Let's try detailed statistics. 2021. All right, so it's showing recently. I'm sure I could go back and look. If I had to guess, I would say I was around like 1.2 thousand subs. Now I'm closing in on 3,000. So not exactly where I wanted to be, but it is progress and I'll take it. The cool thing about this website that I wanted to show you, though, is future projections. And you have to take this with a grain of salt because you can get super excited. Um... I think at one point when I was really like 
killing it on my channel this year. It said I would end up around, I don't know, like 7,000 subs at the end of the year. So it, it fluctuates, it goes up and down. But so it's saying by this time next year, I should have 5,000 subs on this channel. I think I could definitely do that. I think I could do better than that. I'm, I'm going to be aiming for 6,000 subs at least. But if you've never seen this site, make sure to check it out. Um, but let's see what else I wanted. I'm for and I'll go into this a little bit later. But for YouTube, I'm gonna rehaul my strategy a little bit. Um, I'll talk a little about bit about that later. But so goals for YouTube, aiming for six six K subs. I think I can get that by the by this time next year. Email list. Right now, I'm at like. 360 contacts. I want to break the 500 um, contact mark for my email list. See if see if that you know can can benefit sales as well as uh, customer relationships. And then sales. I'm afraid to look at sales, but let's go let's go to BeatStars. See what it looks like. All right. Total, net, sales. All right, let's go here. All right, this week, of course, no sales this week, but let's let's see if I could do a custom search. Hang on, this thing's in the way. So let's go back to start date, 12-31-2020. God, that seems like such a long, sounds like such a long time ago. Something about this pandemic. Everything seems like it was so far long ago. All right, so this will be a full year up until today. Today is New Year's Eve, the very last day of 2021. Let's see what my sales are. Ugh. A gross total of 800. I don't even I don't even look at net total, man. I'm I'm going to take the credit for gross total. A gross total of 800. I think last year my sales total for 20 20 was 820 or 875 but it did have that um exclusive in there that was like 500 bucks so overall my beats sold are up um i only had one discount I, and to me i see that i don't think that it i don't see that as a good thing like yeah I'm making more profit i see that as i need to do more sales get more active on that front um so anyway sales are what they are i'm not too concerned about them at you know, for this year and probably next year, I'm just concentrating on growing the brand, getting as many leads as I can, developing those relationships with people. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But if I had to set a goal for sales next year, I'm going to say I'm aiming for two grand by the end of next year in sales for uh, 2022. And then we'll see see where we go from there. Uh, what else as far as 2022 goals? Oh, just overall, um, more content on YouTube. I know I could do better. TikTok. This is gonna. This is gonna be the year. I after what everyone's been reporting out. Like, and I'll talk about this more. But um, I don't know if you've seen, but TikTok is now the number one visited app ahead of Google, ahead of YouTube, ahead of Twitter. So. All the attention is there, um, so it's time time I start 
getting on there. And I know that's like, you know, like a 90 year old person saying, Hey, I think I'm going to check out this internet, see what it's all about. But so I'm way late, but better late than never. I'm going to get on there and see what I can do. All right. So for 2022 goals, that, that is about it. Um, next I wanted to talk about my YouTube strategy and my YouTube ad strategy. So I was, I was like rocking on my YouTube channel. It was growing pretty well. I was, you know, using YouTube ads and it was working. It felt like the organic reach was working. It felt like, um, you know, sub count was growing fast. Like I was very happy with it. And then around like, you know, May, June, it, everything just seemed to like drop off. And like my views went from organic views went from like 300 to a thousand views per video to like shit. Like I was lucky if I was getting like a hundred views. So, and if you listen around the producer community at the time, like a lot of people had the same concerns, same results and stuff like that. And honestly, I think a lot of people even kind of jump ship from YouTube. They're like, all right, this isn't working for me. Looking back in perspective, I'm like, all right, there's some things I could definitely do better. So one thing, or I did want to bring up another thing. So in this frustration, I have, you know, I think at least 150 beats stockpiled. Um, Within this frustration, I did consider restarting my type beat channel from scratch and just seeing if I could catch a wave of the algorithm by, um, you know, posting three, four or five times a week up until I, you know, get through all 150 beats. So I definitely thought about that and who knows, maybe one day if it comes down to it, I might do that. But there was uh, Luke for Prez. I know I always bring up Luke for Prez, but he did, he actually did this. His, um, he started his type beat channel, um, first, and then he started posting producer content to it. And he was noticing that he was having, you know, a split audience and the majority of his audience was producers. So his thought was, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to use this main channel as my producer audience. And then I'm going to start a new tight beat channel. And I think he had like 300 beats stockpiled. So he, he was doing one beat a day. Um, and he's been doing that for like, you know, three or four months and it's, you know, I think his views are going up, but like his subs are pretty, still pretty low. I think he's just over a hundred subs and me, myself, just knowing how hard it was to even get to a hundred subs, to get to 500 subs, to get to a thousand subs. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to take that risk. I'm, I'm better off just trying to improve my channel, give YouTube a little more of what they want and seeing if I can grow it from there. So my new YouTube strategy for uh, 2022 is I feel like, and I'm going to go to my YouTube dashboard here. So I feel like a lot of times we overthink the, uh, the keyword strategy and like the, the tags and stuff like that. Um, and I'm guilty of this. Like we're so into this, you know, tight beat mentality that 
we're so locked into it. So if I would do a, you know, video, all my tags would be, say it was like a Justin Bieber type beat. All my tags would be, you know, Justin Bieber type beat 2021, Justin Bieber type beat 2022, Justin Bieber type beat happy, Justin Bieber type beat slow. So like everything was focused on just that one keyword. Well, this next year, I'm going to try not to overthink it. I'm switching it up and I'm going to be going into more general keywords, not even keywords that, you know, the type beat community is familiar with. But if you look at a lot of these, so I'm, I'm going for like a lot of the general pop, um, keywords. So pop instrumental beats, um, pop beats for sale, pop beats for singers, pop beats for singers and songwriters, pop beats or beats for singing pop, pop beats for songs, music beats for songs, pop, pop beats to write to. So I'm still doing a little bit of like the targeted artist keywords, but overall I'm going to try to make it, um, more general search pop beats. And that's, that's an uphill climb. That's a Mount Everest, man. Cause like, if you look at, you know, pop, if you type in pop beats, uh, the ranking is like way high. It's like 50,000 views per video, which I'm nowhere near. Um, but I think if I could, you know, net in on some of these general keywords and just keep it broad, um, it will get, get a little better. Let's see, like this video is actually doing pretty decent. And there it is, like pop beats for singers. I'm ranking as four. That's pretty damn good for such a general search term. Um, one other gem here is to always put your channel, a tag of your channel and your, your beat keywords. Cause when someone's viewing your video, it will populate, um, your other videos, which is what you want. But anyway, so, um, more generic keywords, more broad keywords. I'm, I'm going to try to focus on those. Another thing I'm going to do is, and this with my BeatStars recap, when I got saw, I only did 54 beat videos in a whole year. I'm like, oh, I got to do better. So I said before, I don't know the way I, my process works and with all my other crap I got going on, um, two beats a week, I could do it, but I feel burnt out. I'm going to, I'm going to baby step this. I'm going to, I know I can do six beats or not. Or I know I could do six beats a month and then I'll see if I could push that even further to seven or eight. But so right now going into 2022, I'm going to try to do six beats a month. That would get me at 72 beats total, you know, so around 75 beats total. Um, I'm looking to do in 2022. That would for my total count, that would put me up around 225. And I have a, I have a hunch that like, I feel like any one that they interview on BeatStars, it's always like, you know, they all have over like 300 to 500 videos, the guys that are like getting sales and stuff like that. So I still feel like I'm a good two, three years away from getting some real traction with the sales, but that's okay. I'm not focusing on sales right now. Um, 
Let's see what else I wanted to talk about this. Oh, and then another thing for my YouTube strategy is, like, dude, if you look at my, and this is up until recent, if you look at my videos as I scroll down here, I'm all over the place with artists. And I know with my new keyword strategy that it may be okay, but I'm going to start focusing in on four artists. I'm going to pick my four horses and ride them. And I'm looking at a board over here. The ones I'm going with are Madison Beer. She's like my go-to. She's my best performing beat video. Ariana Grande. Um, I do okay with her. And honestly, she's just an overall good representation of, uh, of pop music. I'm going with Bieber. Because again, he is an overall good representation of pop music. I can't save my beat videos for him. Um, do that well. They do okay. But if someone just comes to a page that's promoting pop music, those two are two good ones to have on there. And then Olivia Rodrigo. She's going to be the fourth. Um, and I'm going to try to stick to those four going forward. Just like clockwork. You know, one beat a month from each artist. Um, I'd say Ariana Grande and, and Bieber are kind of in the same category and Madison Bear and Olivia Rodrigo, you can kind of say that they're in the same category, but you know, I I'd say like if I had to if you're like, well, why those four? Ariana and Biebs are, you know, they've already made it. They're they're the face of pop. Um Olivia Rodrigo I think the sky's the limit for her. I think she's going to get even huger. Um, so I'm going to try to stay at that wave as well. And then Madison Beer, just through uploading videos, it seems like that's what my my audience likes. Um, so I'm hoping she kills it in 2022 and sends my beat videos through the roof. But we'll see see if that happens. Okay. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing for YouTube strategy. Um, let's see. Oh, let's talk a little bit about YouTube ad strategy. Let's see what we got here. Switching websites. So just like I picked those four artists, this is totally different. All right, so how I've been doing my YouTube ad strategy is, I think I've been doing it totally wrong. So I've been, whatever video was doing well, like let's say a Madison Beer video is doing well organically, I would choose that one and then I would um, put ads behind it. And here, let's go to this one. Let's see if I could get info on it. I'd put ads behind like my best performing organic video and then let it ride. And it it would it would help. It would definitely help with subs. Um, it would help with views, obviously. But here's the, the thing that I think was killing it um, is when when you get YouTube views, like you it's not your loyal audience, and I talked a little bit about this before, but so they jump on there for you know 15 seconds check it out and leave. And they may, they may even sub, they may be like, okay, cool. I'll check this out and come back to it. Um, but the view time kills you. So if I was getting, you know, 50 seconds 
per view organically, and then I get a thousand people that are only doing 16 cents per view. Um, YouTube looks at that and goes, all right, we thought we had something here, but view, view rate has gone down. Let's quit recommending it. So my new strategy for, uh, 2022 is going to be, I'm, I'm just picking four videos at the start of the year and I'm going to run ads on them all year. I'm, I'm going to sacrifice those videos, um, and, and run ads on them. I know YouTube's never going to recommend them, but, um, how I'm doing it is I'm only doing placements. We'll see how this goes. So like when we go to, I'm going to skip back to another page here. So like, uh, King 80 industries, that's that guy. Um, I totally respect him. He, he cranks out so many pop beats. I don't know how he does it. I want to interview him one day, but um, like I'm going through all YouTube channels like King 80 Industries and I'm only, let's say like I find 50 channels that are just doing pop music. I'm putting all my money on that when someone watches their video or is on their channel, my video is going to show up on the right. And I go down to even like, I look at channels because like you get a lot of, you know, a lot, everyone comes out with like a pop beat. A lot of like the trap guys, they'll do 90% trap beats and then they'll do one pop beat. I try to stay away from those channels. I try to go just for the guys that are doing pop beats um, consistently. And one thing that I've even been doing as I'm going through like the placement channels and like clicking on which ones I want to do, like some of the things that I'm looking for is like bright colors. Because if you look at my thumbnails, I have like very bright colors. Um, so I'm, I'm going down to that detail because I figure like if an audience likes King 80 Industries and he's got bright colors and they see my video off to the right, they might be, they might go, okay, that guy feels the same. I'm going to choose his as well. So that is kind of my new strategy for YouTube ads. Pick four videos, run them all year long. And then for the rest of the year, every other video I do, I'm just going to try to grow it organically and see, see what happens. Because I think the, the YouTube ads, if you put them on every video or if you put them on random videos, it's going to kill your watch time and YouTube isn't going to suggest them. But we'll see, see how this goes, see if it works. Why am I giving State Farm all this love here? Get out of there. All right, let's see what else. So changing up my YouTube strategy, changing up my YouTube ad strategy. Um, you know, will this work? I don't know. I feel like it's working. I've been doing it just for like a week and a half now. Um, and it seems like my views are getting better and organically. And I think that's probably just because I'm, I'm reining in the type beats I do, the artists that I do. And so it seems like it's get, it's improving a bit, but we'll see how it goes. So that's it. That's my YouTube strategy for 2022. If you guys have any questions or anything like that, or if you're, you know, having similar issues, I'd love to hear about it. Make sure to comment below. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about, and this is one of those things like, I don't know, this is like going to the doctor's office for me. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, 
um, TikTok has now become the biggest uh, searched platform ahead of Google, ahead of YouTube. Um, and my man Lusion just did another video, and I don't, I've talked about him before. So he, he was kind of the first YouTube producer to go all in on TikTok, and he, it worked out for him well. He, he blew up um, on TikTok which in translation made his YouTube channel blow up in translation, made his Spotify channel blow up. And then as a result, he ended up getting signed to, I think Republic records, which is like the home of, I think Ariana Grande and Drake. So like the dude is on his way. And I actually think it's cool that he's still, still doing YouTube videos and, and giving back to the community. So he's, he's pro TikTok. Um, and, you know, he, I won't go through the whole video here, but he just did one and it was kind of, kind of a cool video. It's an informative video just saying, Hey guys, if you're not on TikTok by now, you know, what are you doing? Um, which I feel like he's talking to me. He's talking to me there. So 2022, as I said, one of my goals, I'm going to get on TikTok. I'm, I'm going to figure out content, how, how it would work for me. Like for me, I want to find a way. I don't want to attract producers with the Heartbreak Kid brand that I'm building. I want to use that strictly for artists and singers. For this, for the podcast, the Beats and Coffee podcast, I want to attract nothing but producers. I think that's kind of why I started this outlet. Um, and for me, it's just, you know, this is a struggle. We're all going through it. You know, I want to this is kind of my weekly therapy to talk about, you know, the challenges with it. So I, I love this outlet for that, for talking for producers, but I want to keep it in this channel for my tight beat channel, the heartbreak kid beats brand. I want to keep it in the singer and artist lane. So I think I just got to find a way on TikTok, you know, that where I could target those people. And I think, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware, but they have like the duet, feature where you can, you know, post your music and then, um, invite singers and artists to rap or sing on them. I haven't put it together yet, but I think that is going to be my approach to TikTok. Um, keep it with the artists and singers, but if you haven't checked out the video, make sure you do that. He not only, you know, gives us a, a reminder that we all should be on there, but he also talks about some strategies, talks about the trends, um, and one thing, he, you know, with every platform that you try to build on the way I look at it, you know, whether it's YouTube, whether it's BeatStars, whether it's even this podcast, like before I even commit to starting on it, I tell myself, Hey, this is going to be a two or three year journey before I even get some traction. I think you got to look at TikTok the same way. Like everyone hopes to go viral. But you can't count on that. Like if you're if you're going to commit to posting one video, you should be committing to posting 200 videos. I know that sounds crazy, but that's how I think. Okay. All right. Next topic I want to talk about. Here, let's get off Lucian's channel because that just feels weird. Everyone will just stick to beat stars. Um, next topic I want to talk about is um, email journeys. And um, so 
you know, I mentioned before, whenever someone downloads one of my beats, one of my free beats, or they download a free beat pack, I collect their email address and then I send them on, you know, I send about 15 emails to them over the course of about two months. Um, you know, in what I talk to them about is like for a lot of my people, I people, my leads, I feel they have a hard time, like just getting started. Like everyone has that fear, like me having the fear to even start this podcast. Like you just got to get to the edge of the diving board and dive in. So a lot of my emails are, you know, Hey, you should go for it. Um, you know, you don't want to live with regret, just make sure you do it. And then their next question usually is, well, what do I need to get started? You know, you know, so go through like the list of technical things you need. You need a computer, you need a microphone, you need software to record with. And I have like suggestions for all that. Then I, I even go into, you know, why type beats make sense and stuff like that. I go into one of my, um, you know, success stories of my first exclusive I ever sold, which is funny. I'll give you guys a little background on that. So when I first started, I'd say all the way up until like 800 subs, I was doing like rap beats, like Jay-Z, Post Malone, that kind of stuff. And I would always sprinkle in some pop beats. And this was just me being completely clueless on how to target to a consumer. But, you know, I always wanted to do the pop stuff. Um, but I always loved the rap stuff too. So my channel was just like a mishmash of everything. But the first, first like successful beat I had on YouTube was a Kelly Clarkson type beat. Um, and that thing, it's hilarious. That was my first sale on BeatStars and it was an exclusive for 200 bucks. And, uh, I just remember I'm sitting in my car eating some, uh, you know, lunch at work. And I got the, the notice, the sales notice, $200, you know, exclusive rights sold to like some guy named Muhammad, which I thought was funny because here I am, you know, posting like this girly Kelly Clarkson type beat and some guy named Muhammad goes, goes all out and buys the exclusive rights. So it's like, you never know. There's, there's an audience for everything out there. What I should have done at that time is just started focusing on nothing but pop beats. But because I'm dumb, I went on for another probably year making rap beats and pop beats. And I think what made me decide to go all in with pop beats is I actually sold another exclusive this time a, a rap beat. It was like a NF slash Eminem rap beat. I sold it for 500 bucks. Awesome beat. I mean, not to brag, but it, it was a pretty cool beat. Um, but then I asked myself, I'm like, God, if I had to, do I want to keep doing these kind of rap beats for the rest of my life? I look at it as like the rest of my life. For the rest of my life, do I want to keep doing rap beats? And my answer to myself was no. So then at that point, I went all in with nothing but pop beats. So anyway, that was a tangent. Apologies. But anyway, back to the email journey. So, you know, I send my contacts probably about, you know, 12 emails over two-month period. And at the very end, my email, I try to sell them a, a beat pack that would normally cost, 
you know, 80 bucks, they can get it for 40 bucks. I'm not even really, you know, trying to make sales from it, but all throughout the, the previous 11 um, emails, I'm giving them tips. I'm telling them how to get their music on Spotify. I'm, you know, letting, helping them get to know me, my personality, my humor um, through email. And the funny thing is, like, you never know if it works. Like, you see the download counts. You see the emails getting spit out to the people. You see the open rates. You see the click-through rates. But you never know if anything is resonating. But I had two examples this week where I feel like it might be resonating. Um, the first was a a a woman, a lady, uh, seems like a young lady, reached out to me to ask if I could uh, produce a custom beat for her. And one of my emails talks about, hey, if you're not hearing what you like, I can produce a custom beat for you. So kind of been working with her this past week um, and am gonna, I just sent her the her final track and along with a uh, link to the checkout to my store. So that should be one other sale or one sale to kick off 2022. And then I had a, another young lady reach out to me for um, exclusive exclusive rights for one of my beats. And I don't know about you guys, but I always feel weird about exclusive rights. It's like um, there's so many disclaimers you got to give. So she emailed out simply saying, you know, how much how much to buy this beat so no one else could use it. And then I went on a big, I sent her a book back basically saying, all right, if you want to buy the exclusive rights, uh, here's how much it is. Here's what it means. And the one, th- I always feel like I'm giving too much disclaimer because then I got to be like, all right, this means you own the track. No one else can use it. I have to disclose that other people have leased this track before, but their lease will run out, you know, in two to three years. Also, you know, I get, I still retain 50% publishing. Like for someone that sends me a five word email saying how much for this beat, I send them a book, you know, too much info back. And I'm always worried I'm going to scare them away. But, um, you know, I want to be upfront and honest about it. So anyway, I, I did that. I sent her all that information back. I said, if this is too expensive for you, you could always, you know, lease it for these options here. And she actually replied back and said, no, it's not too expensive. Thanks for all the info. And she actually said, this was the thing that made me feel like my, my email journey is working. And she goes, I'm in the New York area. I wish you were in the New York area. I would have you come in the studio with me to record. I'm like, nice, nice. You know, like someone doesn't really know me, but feels comfortable enough with me, um, you know, to go into the studio with them, someone I never met before and record with them. So I thought that was a good sign that, that my emails are working. But anyway, let's see. So honestly, I think that's, that's pretty much all the hot topics I wanted to talk about today. I'm excited for 2022. I'm full of uh, energy, full of, full of gusto to get the stuff done. Um, hopefully you guys are as well. I think it helps. It helps to write down goals, um, document them like I'm doing right now. It helps me to have on my board, hey, these are the only four artists you're going to make beats for. 
just, it helps to write it down and focus on it. Um, the one thing that I am still struggling with and continuing to struggle with is I want to do too many things. You know, I want to have a successful YouTube channel. I want, you know, a good email, you know, customer sequence. I want to get on TikTok. I want to do this podcast. And each one of those steals time from the other. So going into next year, I think it's a good idea just to prioritize what you want to do, set your goals and do them. For me, as I said earlier, YouTube is my number one goal. When I started that journey, you know, two, three years ago, I told myself, all right, this is going to be a five to seven year journey to get some traction. I'm sticking to it. I know everyone, um, you know, is kind of sick of what, how YouTube has been for producers lately, but I'm, I set that goal, you know, two, three years ago, I'm going to stick to it until I get to where I want to be. But that doesn't mean at the same time, I can't do things like this podcast and I can't, you know, get on TikTok as well. But anyway, hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure to subscribe, comment, um, ask questions, give me future topics. And uh, in 2022, I'm going to try to get more guests on that. I like to have uh, Ryan from Heat. That was cool. Um, getting his gems. So look for that. But other than that, everyone have a great new year and I'll see you next time. Bye.